Good morning, Dr. Hansen. How are y'all doing? Good. How are you, Shannon? Fantastic. Praise God. Everybody, welcome. We made it to Friday. We're going to have a great program for you today. It's an honor to be able to join with Dr. Jonathan Hansen and World Ministries International here on Friday, September 22nd, 2023. Encourage you to invite a friend to tune into these programs and send them over to worldministries.org. Dr. Hansen, welcome, my friend, and it's always good to be with you here on Friday. And uh, would you like to open us up in prayer? Father God, thank you again for this day and for the, another week. We thank you, dear God, that again, that we're doing these programs to serve you, to get your word out, to warn the nations, to let people have no excuse on Judgment Day. Again, we just thank you, dear God, for the opportunity, the privilege to serve you. Be with us today now. Bless Omega Man Radio, Lord, and warning, and let us continue to sound the alarm fearlessly. So people, again, will have an opportunity to come into the ark before all perish. We pray, we ask it in Jesus' name, amen. Okay, today I've got a program where Bishop Tobias Nehemiah and I will be speaking on earrings and tattoos, and then apostolic leader Dennis Moore on the spirit of deceit in the nations. Let's begin. This is Jonathan Hansen. I'm the president of World Ministries International, as well as Eagles Saving Nations. Please go to my website, worldministries.org, worldministries.org, and look at Eagles Saving Nations and join it today. The whole focus is a national repentance before judgment falls and millions die in America. We need a national repentance. We need a great awakening. There's a plot to topple the Republic of the United States of America, and then trouble is coming like you've never seen before throughout America and against the church. Again, join Eagles Saving Nations. In the studio today, I have with me Bishop Tobias Nehemiah out of Kenya, East Africa. And wherever you're watching, on radio, listening, television, social media watching, welcome. Today I'm going to talk a little bit about the decline of the American culture, subtitled Earrings and Men and What They Represent. Listen to this. It was actually written in September 27, 1999. It's going to sound like it was written today. Welcome, Pastor Tobias, back to the warning program. It's my pleasure being here again. Thank you. According to the new 20th century unbridged, the definition of the word earring is an ornament, sometimes provided with a pendant, and frequently sent with diamonds pearls, or other jewels worn at the ear by means of a ring passing through the lobe. Unquote. Earrings worn by men, why all the fuss? Worse yet, why isn't there a lot of controversy over the subject? Have we as a society and the church, as a people, become so dulled by the acceptance and tolerance, by the compromise of standards that we don't care, or are we just too ignorant of history and the implications of earrings worn by men? If either case is true, does not it show the health of the church? Does it not judge the health of the church at large? Does it not tell us where we are as a body of believers? Does it not, in fact, indicate and illustrate how truly sick the American church has become? 
Is there any doubt why the nations are sick? Is there any doubt why America is so deprived? Is it clear why teens are shooting their fellow students and judgment is falling? There is a statement which says, God bless America. But as far as a truer statement would be, God help America, for she is naked, blind, and thirsty, and has become a whore. Pastor Tobias, the decline of the American culture, earrings and men, and what they represent. Earrings and men. How does the Kenya church look at this? Well, well, <laughs> it is a global phenomenon. It's not just in America as well. It's also in Kenya also. Most Kenyan churches have not embraced it yet. In fact, a lot of Kenyan churches look at it as a foreign thing. When a man puts an earring, he looks like a woman, which to them is strange, because it's never been before like that. Well, when you study it, all people, if we want to use the word, that are pagan, pagan nations, pagan nations, pagan tribes, wore earrings. The men wore earrings, but they were pagan, not scriptural. In the Bible, a bond slave to his master wore an earring, which is totally different yes. than these pagan nations that wear earrings. Yes. Tobias? Yeah, actually, I just looked up the book of Judges chapter 8 and verse 22, where Gideon, and let me read it, it reads, And Gideon said unto them, I would desire a request of you, that you would give me every man the earrings of his prey. For they had golden earrings because they were Ishmaelites. They were not men of covenant. They were not, so to speak, Christians. So Gideon says, you know, you look like you're not of be amongst us. So give me your earrings so that you may look like us. So I think earring is really from what we see here is was not acceptable even in the Old Testament. Until recently, Christians would not think of wearing earrings, not men. Yeah. <laughs> there was a big distinction between men and women. But today, as again, we're being attacked, our culture is being attacked, our culture meaning America, which was at one time under God, a Christian Judeo culture, as it's being thoroughly attacked by the United Nations, the New World Order, that is trying to remove God out of the equation. All of a sudden, now men are seemingly, many of them are wearing earrings, even pastors in America. Tobias? Yes. First Timothy chapter 2 and verse 9, Paul talks clearly and he says, in like manner also that women adorn themselves in modest apparel, with the shamefacedness and sobriety, not with braided hair or gold or pearls or costly array. You know, earrings were meant for women, not really men. And it's unfortunate that even the church, the pastors are embracing it right now. I think we've gone into the pagan way that Paul is Condemning right away. In fact, in First Corinthians chapter six, verse it says, "For you are bought with a price; therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's." You know, in my article entitled "Cult Christianity," I wrote, "We are living in a world today that has lost its direction. There are no right and wrongs. Man is left to his own understanding to formulate his own set of values, beliefs." Thus, morality, priests committing fornication and murder, abortion, 
pastors committing adultery, homosexuals, lesbians, and bisexuals becoming ordained as pastors and priests, men dressed as women, women dressed as men, boys looking like girls, etc. Pastors having affairs with their secretaries, priests with nuns, no right choices, no wrong choices, no condemnation, no guilt, no accountability, just freedom. We are Americans, independent and free. Do not tell me what to do, how to live. That is your opinion. That's your interpretation of scripture. We are living in a world today where truth in context is not usually being preached, taught, or lived. The church is no longer the separate, pure, holy bride of Christ. In actuality, the church has taken on innate characteristics of society in rebellion against God, which is part and parcel of most churches throughout the world today, unquote. Look at my website, worldministries.org, worldministries.org. And look at my article, Cult Christianity, written in the 1990s. Tobias, this is what's going on. Yes. Now it's even worse. Tobias? Yes, it's getting worse and worse. I think you've mentioned that America, I don't think it's just America. I think that the truth is that whether you are an American or not American, the truth is if you're a Christian, you're a Christian. And we have to abide and be guided by the principles of the Bible. Or like Paul says, that we've been bought with a price. Surely God has bought us with a price. The price, Christ died for us. And because he died for us, we have to live a life that portrays the life of Christ as a Christian, as a child of God. Well, you're so correct. Again, all over the world today, you are seeing this. Now in America, again, Judeo-Christian values when America was founded. They used the Bible in the courtrooms for morality, justice, and ethics. You had to say, Jesus was your Lord, your Savior, your God, to be a politician. We have come so far away from that now. Again, America brought morality around the world and freedom, but now some of these nations send missionaries to America because we are so backslidden, so lukewarm. Mm. We don't seem to know right and wrong anymore, Tobias. Yes, I think the morality in the body of Christ is decaying. And uh, we need to go back to what the Bible says. Like Paul says in 1 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse 19, Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which you have of God, and you are not of your own. We are not of our own. We are under the kingdom, the rule of God. Christ is the one that is ruling us. So we should not embrace things that are foreign into our bodies, claiming that they are acceptable. They are not acceptable. Because we don't belong to us. We are not ourselves. We don't rule ourselves. Christ is ruling us. If you've just tuned in, if you're listening or watching, this is the warning program, Dr. Jonathan Hansen, the president of World Ministries International as well as Eagle Saving Nations. Go to my website, worldministries.org, worldministries.org. I write two articles that go out absolutely free each and every month. Please ask for those articles. In other words, that you receive my past order articles every month. You can telephone 360-629-5248, 360-629-5248, and tell the person answering the phone you want to receive Dr. Hansen's free past oral articles every month. Or you can sign up from my website, worldministries.org. Exodus 34, 12 through 16. Take heed to yourself that thou make a covenant with inhabitants of the land, whether thou goest, lest it be for a snare in the midst of thee. 
but you shall destroy their altars, break their images, cut down their groves. For thou shalt worship no other God, for the Lord, whose name is Jealous, is a jealous God. Lest thou make a covenant with the inhabitants of the land, and they go whoring after their gods, and do sacrifice unto their gods, and one call thee, and thou eat of his sacrifice, and thou take of their daughters unto thy sons, and their daughters go whoring after their gods, and make thy sons go whoring after their gods." Unquote. In other words, here it's talking about compromise. Do not compromise with the pagan nations, pagan people. Follow their cultures. Put tattoos on, earrings on. Do not do this. You're a separate holy people. Amen. God has called you unto himself. Praise the Lord. The warning is there in the Bible. Every time they compromised and started to go whoring after other gods and their customs, God judged them and they became slaves. Pastor Tobias? <laughs> True. First John chapter 2, verse 15 says, Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Loving the world more than we love Christ. That's why we put on those funny stuff and funny earring and cutting our bodies. Because the love of Christ is no longer dwelling in us. Love not the world. Deuteronomy 31, 16 through 17 reads, And this people will rise up and go a-whoring after the gods of the strangers of the land. And whether they go to be among them and will forsake me and break my covenant, which I have made with them, then my anger shall be kindled against them in that day. And I will forsake them and I will hide my face from them and they shall be devoured and many evils and troubles shall befall them so that they will say in that day, are not these evils come upon us because our God is not among us. Again, there is consequences for constantly going against the word, the will of God. That's what my whole book, Tobias, The Science of Judgment is all about. Consequences for continuing to sin, to rebel against God. There are consequences. As an individual, there's consequences for a nation. Pastor? Yes, there are consequences. When you do something, eventually there would be judgment for it. Allow me again to read Leviticus chapter 19, 28. You shall not make any cutting in your flesh for the dead nor print any marks upon you. I am the Lord, you are God. It's very clear. The Bible is very clear again. It's, it's warning us again as such. Excellent. America, like Israel, was once enlightened and built on God's values, but now has deliberately broken the laws of God. America has been influenced by the religions and cultures of the people of the world. The United States has allowed them to migrate here where their God's religions, and philosophies. We have incorporated the immorality and values and beliefs of other countries into our society. America, starting with their leaders, from presidents to different church leaders, have violated the scriptures. President Clinton, President Obama, President Biden have been the worst presidents presenting themselves as Christian but backing lifestyles that God condemns and warns will bring judgment. Pastor? Yes, God will bring judgment. Numbers 31.50 says, We have therefore brought oblation for the Lord. What every man hath gotten of jewels, of gold, chains, and bracelets, rings, earrings, and tablets, to make an atonement for our souls before the Lord. 
These things were meant for an atonement before the Lord. Excellent. The United States of America is actively ushering world governments by prompting the United Nations and other agencies and countries' agenda and schemes. So we're promoting them. This means our Constitution is in the process of being replaced to represent the values of all the people of the world, not just Americans. The United Nations is really a world government, and their conferences are orchestrated. Judeo-Christian values represent America and the old world order, which must be replaced with the values of the new world order, according to the United Nations. Remember the Tower of Babel. Same mentality, humanism against creationism. Man's way versus God's way. Countries that oppose the program of action of the United Nations, a document consisting of the new social, moral, political, economic, and ecological ideas to be ratified, are threatened with financial blackmail by both the United States State Department and the World Bank. The United Nations philosophy differences go directly against our Christian values. They totally back the New World Order agenda of abortion rights for all, <coughs> acceptance of diversity, homosexual rights, and an empowerment of women, etc. Pastor Tobias. Yes. In the book of Genesis chapter 35, it reached a point where Jacob realized that the children of Israel were going astray from God, from loving the Lord, the God of Israel. And so they were doing things that were not, they were cutting things that were not right. So Jacob tells them, and I read, Genesis chapter 35 and verse 4. And they gave unto Jacob all the strange gods which were in their hands. They were having strange gods. The earrings are strange gods. Some people put earrings as their god. Jacob tells them, give them to me. They gave Jacob all the strange gods which were in their hands and all the earrings which were in their ears. And Jacob hid them under the oak which was in Sechem. Romans 1, 29 through 31 being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, without understanding, covenant breakers, without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful. These will not see the kingdom of God, these will have eternal damnation. Ladies and gentlemen, we are in serious trouble today. America doesn't know right from wrong. The church seems to be totally pagan. Many churches, many pastors compromise. They don't understand evil spirits, demons, the dangers of tattoo, body piercing. They don't understand what earrings in men represent. We are such a nation that is deceived, Pastor Tobias. Yes, we shouldn't be deceived. We need to know the Lord. Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor infeminates, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor the thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. What a powerful word there is. Well, the Bible is so clear that we are supposed to be a separate people, a holy people. We're supposed to be a living sacrifice. We're supposed to represent Jesus Christ everywhere we go. Can you imagine Jesus Christ from head to toe covered with tattoos, Tobias? 
know. That would be crazy. Can you even imagine such a heresy or abomination that pagan nations would do to men? I can't imagine Jesus Christ covered with tattoos. He came to set you free. The tattoos have you in bondage. Those were for the children of Ishmaelites, not the children of God who had a covenant with him, the Israelites, no. God help America. God help the church. Once again, my website, worldministries.org, worldministries.org. Join Eagles Saving Nations today. We must have another great awakening. We must have a national revival. 360-629-5248 is my phone number. We need the best donation you can give to help us stay on your local program, your station, wherever you're watching or listening from. We need resources to continue. Now, listen or watch The Science of Judgment and order the book, The Science of Judgment. God bless you. Reverend Dr. Jonathan Hansen has written a book titled The Science of Judgment. God is predictable. There is a scientific pattern for the rise and fall of nations throughout history. We need to understand the laws or the rules of design regarding prophecy and judgment. When it comes to the laws of judgment and prophecy, denominational or personal belief systems have nothing to do with the reality or the certainty of the rule of judgment. Dr. Hansen's objective is to warn leaders of nations of the second coming of Jesus Christ and the plagues or judgments that are coming upon these peoples and nations that reject Jesus Christ as Savior according to the Scriptures. Dr. Ronald E. Cottle, founder and president of Christian Life School of Theology, states that this book is a must-read for Christians and other leaders in the United States and in other nations. It is clear, powerful, and well-reasoned. We all owe a debt of gratitude to Dr. Jonathan Hansen for the years that have gone into the research and writing of the science of judgment. This book has more than 300 pages, divided up in five sections. Part 1, The Science of Judgment, has chapters titled such as The Laws Regarding Prophecy and Judgment, Patterns of Apostasy, Purpose of Chastisement, Standards for Justice and Mercy, God Forgives When People Repent, God Holds Nations Responsible for What Leaders Do, Parental Responsibility, The Feasts of the Lord, Solomon's Transgressions and Their Consequences, Righteous Kings versus Evil Kings, Example of King Jehoshaphat, Ungodly Alliances, God is Predictable, God Holds People Accountable, Man can turn into an intelligent beast to do evil. Section 2, The Deception of the Theory of Evolution, has chapters titled as Problems with the Theory of Evolution, Evolution and Racism, Darwin's Hatred of Christianity and its Fruit. Section 3, Why Must There Be Judgment, has titles such as The Fall of America and Her Destruction, Cult Christianity, Radical Liberal Politics. Section 4, Kings, Dictators, and Presidents with the following chapters listed as People Choose Their Nation's Leaders Qualifications for Godly Leadership Romans 13, Delegated Authority Satan is in charge of this world, not Jesus If laws violate conscience, we must disobey Finally, Part 5, So What Must We Do? These chapters are listed as We Are in a Cultural War Our Responsibility to a Hostile Government The Christian's Science of Judgment with turmoil ever increasing throughout the nations as Bible prophecy is coming to life right before our very eyes, one must read The Science of Judgment to have a clear understanding of these events and the reasons why. Call 360-629-5248, 360-629-5248, that is 360-629-5248, and request your copy of The Science of Judgment for a donation of $35 or more plus shipping and handling. 
Thank you, and shalom. In the studio with me is apostolic leader Dennis Moore. Dennis has been ministering in different states. He also ministers in countries. So, Dennis, welcome back to the Warning Program. Well, thank you, Dr. Hansen. Great to be here. I want to discuss a little bit the topic, spirit of deceit, spirit of deceit, who doesn't care or want to hear the truth. You know, the Bible in the book of Romans, chapter 1, tells us if one rejects the truth, then man is turned over to a spirit of deceivableness to believe a lie. It goes on, and that's where the religions are all coming out. If you reject the known truth of God, then you are turned over to a spirit of deceivableness, deceit, to believe a lie. And Dennis, that seems to be a spirit today in America. If the church, if people don't want to hear the truth, you know, you've heard of people say, I don't want the truth. I don't want evidence. Just don't talk. It seems like people don't want to hear the truth, Dennis. You know, we're in a time, Dr. Hansen, that we are dealing with spiritual darkness and we're dealing with spiritual forces. And I was talking to a lady the other day and she said, you know, I'm a Democrat. And she was emphatic and she went on and on and on, but never gave any facts, never gave any information. And so after about 10 minutes of talking, I said, would you mind if I gave you some information? Oh, no, 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 no. I know I'm right. I know I'm right. And it's a spirit behind them that energizes them. It's a spirit behind them that makes them so emphatic that they just know they're right, but the evidence doesn't back it up. And, and that's what is so shocking because you can tell them, hey, let me show you the evidence. No, no, no. Mind is closed. You know, that's absolutely right. I, I talked to Dr. Bacard. He used to be an airline pilot, Northwest Airlines. He told me a story about one of the stewardess, and he was going to present her the truth on what's going on in America. She did not want to hear, in fact, got mad at him. She did not want to hear the truth. I guess she felt that it would shake up her world. She just wanted to stay deceived. She wanted to stay in ignorance. But it's not just these isolated cases. I mean, this is happening all over America. It's happening in churches, Dennis. You know, you're absolutely correct. And it's easy to believe in something that you're totally convinced this is right. And even when somebody has facts that are different to what you believe, even like somebody the other day, we were dealing with a lady in a meeting. We, had, we were doing a prayer meeting, and this lady came in, and she started questioning everything we were saying. And so we backed it up with Scripture. We backed it up with evidence of what has, has happened in our lives. And she was still struggling with understanding, believing, and receiving what we were saying. Well, I'm going to read you a paragraph here. Let's look at Moloch, since we're talking about deceivableness. Moloch was a Canaanite deity associated with child sacrifice. A statue of Moloch was stationed at the entrance of the Colosseum in Rome to welcome visitors to an exhibition that ran through March 20, 2020. This is where many Christian martyrs died instead of renouncing their faith in Jesus Christ. The height of this hypocrisy cannot be overlooked. The leaders of the world do not look to God of the Bible as supreme, worthy of loyalty, worship, and obedience. Placing the statue of Moloch there was a symbol of how the world, especially demons influencing the leaders of the world, 
view true Christians. They look at them as ignorant, stupid, narrow-minded individuals resisting the morality of the New World Order where the morality of Moloch is worshipped. Can you imagine, Dennis? They're looking at Christians as, in other words, stupid, ignorant, narrow-minded individuals resisting the morality of the New World Order where the morality of Moloch is worshipped. They don't respect the church at all. You know, it's typical. You know, there was a time in America where pastors and Christians were looked at as being the moral guardians of the nation. There was. Now, that might seem strange to a lot of people, but there was a time when pastors were highly respected, highly honored in our culture. But now that we have turned away from the principles of Christianity, from the Word of God, from following God, you know, it's that scripture that talks about how that which was evil is now deemed to be good, and that which is good is now deemed to be evil. And so we're in a time that we're definitely in a time of, of great spiritual warfare, great spiritual deception. We're in a time where we need to cry out to God to deliver us. I believe that we are at that point, the apex point, where we have to be crying out. This is not a, well, maybe I, I should pray a little bit more. No, it's really a time when we, we have to press in. We have to cry out. We have to ask God to deliver us. Because who can deliver a people who are deceived? Who can deliver people who are walking in deception other than the Lord himself? Throughout the Bible, when the Israelites engaged in the morality of Molech, even to the extent of killing their children in the fires of Molech, God judged them. They went into bondage and slavery as everything they did failed. Leviticus 18.21, do not allow any of your children to be offered to Molech. Again, we're talking about deception, a spirit of deception, because people don't want to hear the truth. Truth takes away deception. Prayer brings conviction. We can't just pray about it. There's got to be a combination. We're ambassadors. We're supposed to present the truth, the gospel. Without the gospel, prayer isn't going to save you. We are here for a reason to be an ambassador, to go forth and speak the truth and lead men to the Lord. And once we've done that, then we pray that God will take those words and bring conviction. People don't want to get in the fight, Dennis. Well, that's the challenge of today. And I think the, the nature of darkness is to intimidate and we saw this even with parents trying to defend their children coming to school boards, and they're being called terrorists. Well, why would a parent be a terrorist? Why is someone who's paying for the education of their child now all of a sudden be called a terrorist? Well, that's intimidation. You bet. But, you know, the spirit of intimidation works right along with the spirit of deception. And so we have to break off those yokes. And now how do we do that? We do that by rising up. Like you said, you've got to bring truth. You've got to go to your, the board meetings for your school. You've got to go and speak out. You've got to be a voice because if we're just, only, like you say, if all we're doing is praying, then we're not bringing half the truth. Yeah. And so, yes, prayer is good, but we've got to declare the truth into our culture. Yeah, prayer is critical. You and I believe in prayer. And the Bible says, pray for yourself. Pray for yourself that you can do the will of God. Many times we we're praying for God to do our job. He ain't going to do it. He's not coming out of heaven to save the nation. He's not going to do it to the battle of Armageddon. Pray for yourself that we can do the will of God. Pray for yourself to overcome fear and intimidation and speak the truth and do miracles. Pray for yourself. Speak in tongues with the power of the Holy Spirit. People always want to put God, the job on saving the nations back on God when God says, I gave that to you when I ascended. You go forth and make disciples. You go forth. You tarry, 
be filled with a baptism, you go and do miracles. See, and people want to put it right back on God. That's true. You know, this uh, morning I was, <laughs> I stopped at a little <laughs> coffee house, a little coffee shop, pulled up, and there's a young lady there. And there's a really cool sign uh, inside the little coffee shed. shed. And it, it was something about, you know, be grateful, be thankful. And I said, I said, that's a beautiful sign. I said, are you a believer? She goes, yes, I am. She said, I love God. And she said, I, I took this job so I could witness to people. Amen. Beautiful. The morality of Moloch includes not only killing babies in a mother's womb, but also homosexuality, lesbianism, cross-dressing, adultery, fornication, cohabitation, drunkenness, idolatry, deceit, witchcraft, etc. Again, we're under a spirit of deceivableness. Moloch is ruling America. Dennis? You know, that's true. And, and that, you know, there's a Jonathan Kahn talks about the returning of the gods. And so we're up against a huge challenge. We, we have spirits and powers and principalities that we're dealing with today that we haven't dealt with. And so we're in a time where we need the church to arise. And Isaiah chapter 60, verses 1 through 3, talks about when there's gross darkness on the people, that it's time to rise up. Good, good. It talks about the light of God coming. It talks about the glory of God coming. And so when when we're dealing with darkness and, and thick darkness, as the Bible talks about, or gross darkness, this is a time that the people of God don't, be, be intimidated, but rather to rise up in the glory of the Lord and the light of the Lord, because that's the time that God's pouring out his light, he's pouring out his glory, and this is the time that we can be activated to be uh, the, the, the voice that God wants us to be. Ladies and gentlemen, you're watching, listening to the warning program. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen, the president of World Ministries International, as well as Eagle Saving Nations. Go to my website, worldministries.org. That's worldministries.org. We're talking about, again, deceit, deceivableness, spirits ruling America and other nations, causing people not to see the truth any longer because the church is failing to speak the truth. Sure, remnants are. But we need a major outpouring of the Holy Spirit. We need to waken up the church because the remnant is not going to wake up the church. The remnant is going to save themselves, but we need to wake up America and other nations. We didn't wake up the majority of the Christians. This is what takes prayer to bring conviction after Speaking the truth takes away deception. We have got to understand our responsibilities as ambassadors to go forth and preach with power and authority, to heal a sick, to cast out demons. And to do that, you have to be baptized in the Holy Ghost. That's what Jesus said. He said, don't even try to do these things until you are baptized in the Holy Spirit. That was his commandment when he ascended, Dennis. Oh, absolutely. You know, we're talking, again, we're talking about a spiritual warfare over America. And uh, recently I was I was asking the Lord, how do you see the people in this room? And he said, they're the carriers of the flame. And then I thought, okay, Olympic flaming. And then he said, no, 
it's the backfire flame. It's where you run down the grass line and you light the grass on fire. And it's that backfire that can stop the big fire that's coming at you. And we need a backfire today. We need the backfire of the word. We need the backfire of people finding their courage in the Lord and going forth and declaring God's will, declaring his word, declaring his promises. We need a backfire to tear down the structures of witchcraft and, and, and powers over our nation. You know, we have the authority to do it. We have the power to do it, but we have to activate that authority. We have to activate that power because the Bible t- clearly tells us we have authority over darkness. We have authority over over these um, uh, powers, and and we have authority to to move effectively with the Word of God, with the with the wisdom of God, with the direction of the Lord. And that's if we're in relationship with the Lord, not not once upon a time, but an ongoing daily relationship. Mm-hmm. Pray for yourself that you can do the will of God. Don't, don't worry about praying for others so much. Pray for yourself. You're the problem. Do you move in Pentecost? Do you move in Pentecost? Do you move in revival? Pray for yourself that you can do the will of God before you pray for others. And once you are energized with the Holy Spirit daily, then move out and see the miracles that will happen. They will. They, they everywhere I go, Dennis. We move with Pentecost. We move with. Rev- I move with revival. Amen. You know, we, when we left uh, Glory of Zion, you know, Chuck Pierce, an uh, apostle prophet, declared uh, restoration fire, and then he said, "Let there be fire in their mouths." And then I went to prayer, and the Lord, I said, "Lord, what are you saying?" He said, "Light the candles again." This is a time to light the candles. This is a time to, to declare the fire of God over the people of God. We were, we were in a church this week. Um, won't tell you much about it, but it needs some fire. <laughs> and I tell you, I'm praying every day. I'm praying for fire to fall on that church. I'm praying for the fire of God because you've got you to come out of your yokes. you got to come out of your bondages. you got to come out of your religious thinking. you got to get, like you say, into the Spirit. you got to move with the Spirit. you gotta move with, you got to move with with authority. And, and authority comes from spending time with the Father. Authority comes from spending time in that throne room. It comes from spending time with Him. You're fellowshipping with Him. He's equipping you. And once you're equipped, then you, you head out. You go out. And, and you are the one who's going to bring the light. And you're the, you're the light and the salt of the earth. And so we just declare right now that, that the people listening to this program, is gonna, you're going to be touched by the power of the Holy Spirit. God's going to begin to move on you in ways you never thought he would. And he's going to begin to direct you to do things you never thought you would do because he's going to give you the authority and, and the courage to do it. Amen. And again, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the warning program or watching it. Dr. Jonathan Hansen, president of both World Ministries International as well as Eagles Saving Nations. Apostolic leader Dennis Moore. Uh, worldministries.org, worldministries.org. We're talking about, again, deceit all through America. We're talking about what takes away deceit, truth takes away deception, prayer brings conviction. We're talking about an ongoing relationship daily with the Lord that we must have uh, filled with prayer. Do you talk to the Lord? Pray for yourself that you can do the will of God. Don't pray amiss and say, God, come and take care of the problem. He's not going to do it. He's going to say, boy, I already gave you that commission. Don't look to me. Go do it. 
pray for yourself that you can do the will of God. Do you move in the Holy Spirit? Are you baptized in the Holy Spirit? Worldministries.org. Join Eagle Saving Nations. We've got to have a national revival, a repentance, a great awakening. Eagle Saving Nations. To wake up Christians to the reality of the situation that is taking place in the United States today. Dennis, that's one of our goals. Absolutely. You know, I think the word repentance that you just used is a key word. And uh, brother was talking the other day and he said, he said, everyone I'm listening to right now is saying, be quick to repent, be quick to deal with anything that's in your heart, anything that's out of order, anything that's not right. And I'll tell you, if we, if we become sensitive to the things of God, if we become sensitive to the Holy Spirit, if we become sensitive to how our attitudes, our ways, our thinking, our sins affect God, then it will create a new desire inside of us, a passion inside of us. They'll say, I have to be clean, I have to be like Him, I have to be, I have to be doing His will. You know, the time is short. You're not going to be around forever. When can you do God's will? It's not going to be five years from now. It may not be a year from now. It may be right now. And so I encourage you to press into God, like Dr. Hansen's saying, press into God, lay hold of him, let him equip you with his spirit, let him put courage and faith and power into you, and then be bold to do that which will help turn America back to God, because we are in a desperate hour. Amen, Dennis. Again, one of the goals, visions of Eagle Saving Nations, to expose the forces that are attempting to replace the Republic of America under the morality of God, defined in the Bible with tyranny, thus communism. Again, we're talking about deceit all through America. How do we take away deceit? With the truth. The truth takes away deceit, deception. Mm -hmm. Prayer brings conviction. We've got to expose the lies that's going on in America today. Dennis? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, it, it has to begin with us. It has to begin with each one of us saying, show me, Lord, where, where, there's, where there's lies inside of me. Show me, Lord, where I'm off base. Amen. Show me, Lord, where I need to change. Amen. And if we will be honest with God, he'll be honest with us. And it may, it may not be easy to do that, but I guarantee you it's liberating. I guarantee you it's empowering. I guarantee you that if you step into the things of the Spirit, you become like you're talking about. You become spirit-filled. You, you learn how to speak in tongues. You release that power. There's a power in being baptized in the Holy Spirit. There's Amen. a power in, in repentance. There's a power in pursuit. There's a power in seeking the presence. And this is where we're going to get equipped to do what God wants us to do. Amen. Again, Jesus Christ moved with the power of God, and he told us to do the same. The Comforter, sink the Comforter to indwell in you so you continue to do my works. But half of the church doesn't want it. They don't seek it. In fact, they reject it, half of the church. We've got to get back to the basics. You cannot represent Jesus Christ without being baptized in the Holy Spirit. We need to educate Christians in every nation. Regarding the goals and operations, the forces aligned and associated with the new world order in every nation, whatever they're doing in every nation to topple the nation. When they topple the nation, they take away the rights of the church. They are orchestrating one crisis after another throughout the world to move mankind into a world government as, as described in the book of Revelation. You know, I'll be in Africa in January meeting with both leaders 
government as well as church. Well, this is what I'm going to be educating them on. What is going on? You know it and I know it. They're using the central bank, the the World Bank, to control you, to blackmail you, to say, hey, do what I say or we're going to pull the plug. You know it, don't you, Mr. President? You understand what I'm going to do, Dennis? This is what it takes. We need to educate the Christians and we need to educate the governments. It's not going to come in prayer. These governments aren't going to have a revelation. It's going to come with obedience to make disciples in every nation, to speak the truth, and then in prayer, God uses your words to bring conviction. Dennis? Amen. You know, we, we uh, likewise, you know, we've worked with a lot of leadership, political leadership, and, you know, we, we come alongside, we want to encourage them, but, you, but you're right, you know, they need, the, they need the truth as much as anybody. And so when you, when you have the pressure coming down on you to conform to a certain program, to conform to a certain way of thinking, to conform to a certain ideology. You have that pressure on you, just like even corporate leaders in our, in our nation today are being pressured by the woke agenda. And we need, we need, by the power and the grace of God, God is able to deliver us, but we have to honor him. We have to obey him. We have to line up with him. If we line up with God, then God will deliver us. If we line up with the woke agenda, then we will be left to our own devices. We're wanting again, again, Eagle Saving Nations to have leaders and people in every walk of life, in every nation, join Eagle Saving Nations. Rise up to be true ambassadors of Jesus Christ, filled with the baptism of the Holy Spirit and having the power and authority to do spiritual battle to save their nation. This is what I focus on everywhere I go. You must be filled with the baptism of the Holy Spirit to have that power and authority, that courage to speak the truth, or else you are so filled with fear and intimidation, you're afraid to open your mouth. Well, absolutely correct. And that's where, you know, it it comes from the Father. It comes from the Holy Spirit. It comes from the Son. It comes from, you were saying earlier, you know, that fellowship, key. That's your foundation. You minister first vertically, and then you minister on a horizontal plane. Amen. Amen. You know? So when you have that first one, you know, the, the first person you entertain is God. There you go. You have an audience of one. There you go. And so you entertain God, and you worship God, you press into God, you receive what you're talking about, receiving the, the infilling. Then you then you can begin to say, Look, Father, what is your passion? What is your heart? What is, what are you saying? What are you, what are you saying about the school board in my community? What are you saying about uh, whatever issue it is that God puts on your heart? Ask Him to reveal to you His heart, His desire, His passion, and then when you step out, you're stepping out with authority. You have the authority of God to step out. Amen. Again, as He said. That relationship daily with God. You first go to God before you go to others. And you speak, you pray, and God talks back to you. Again, pray for yourself. God, help me. Fill me. Baptize me. Help me, dear God, to do your will. I do that every time I go into a government, a parliament. I lay hands on my my legs and say, Father God, when I walk in, let me open my mouth and speak only your words, nothing but your words. Let me not be filled with fear and intimidation, dear God. When I walk out of these doors, let me know that you are happy with me. In Jesus' name, I lift my hands off myself and I walk in. Amen. It's, It's having the confidence that when you pray that prayer, that God's backing you. Yeah. And, and, and if you're baptized, God send you the comforter. 
And you move, Dennis, yeah. with that type of authority that people only wish they had. Yeah, and you know, authority is not a strange concept. God says, I've given you all authority. Amen. Okay, so it's stepping into what we've already been given. It's yeah. stepping into Exactly. The, yeah. Exactly. He, he actually gave it to us when he ascended. Yes. Go do these things. He's given it to us. Make disciples. So, you know, <laughs> when we, we, we tra- we're, we're traveling, we do a lot of traveling right now. God's called us to travel. We've been on the road for about uh, eight weeks. And oftentimes when I'm laying my hands on someone and praying for them, the Lord says, release to them a greater authority. Amen. It's time for them to, to step into more authority. You see, this is a time that God's calling the church to step out of timidity and to step into authority. This is a time that God's saying, it's time to come up. It's time to, to time to take on more authority. The Bible says that he had, who is faithful with little will be given much. And so we, we have an opportunity to respond to God. We have an opportunity to step into a, a positional authority that God has designed for us before the foundations of the earth. God has appointed us to, to be a voice in the earth. And so when we, when we step into him, then that begins to release the authority that God wants us to have. And don't be intimidated. Intimidation, there's no place for intimidation. Amen. There's no place for intimidation. We're, we're, we're being called to do the work of the Father. We're being called to do the work of the Son, and, and, and we're, we're being called to be His voice. We're being called to be the one that carries the message, to bring the truth. The truth is not in the world. The, the world will not find the truth on its own. It has to hear the message, of, uh, and it has to hear the Word of God. WorldMinistries.org, WorldMinistries.org, WorldMinistries.org. Read and join Eagle Saving Nations today. Let us see a great move of the Holy Spirit all through the nations, a revival all through the nations. We need another great awakening, and we need to take away that cloak of deception that is clouding people in every nation. WorldMinistries.org. Again, this is Dr. Jonathan Hansen, president of World Ministries International, as well as Eagle Saving Nations, and apostolic leader Dennis Moore. May God richly bless you. Shannon? Hey, these are some good interviews tonight. Just a couple comments. You were talking earlier about men and earrings or piercings. Show me a man with an earring or a piercing, Dr. Hansen, and I will show you someone who needs deliverance from demons of rebellion, rejection, and maybe homosexuality. I believe you. We are not to do self-mutilation. You know, it used to be just an earring. Now look at what people are doing. Piercings on the nose, lips other parts of their body that I won't mention? And what drives it? Evil spirits inside. Many of them suffer rejection, and they can be set free. You know, you go to the other extremes. You were talking about tattoos as well. People are tattooing the whites of their eyes, looking like literal demons. And many people lose their eyes. That's, you know, that's very dangerous what they're doing. And how do you come back from that? There are laser removal services, but they're expensive, and I heard that they're painful too. And I see people that were normal human beings, and then they began with a tattoo. Next thing you know, they got their whole face covered up, neck, arms, and you got to live like that? That's horrible. That's demons. It's a literal outward manifestation of the demons that live inside, and there's a transformation going on. People are literally transforming into walking demons. It's very sad. Moving on to the schools. Dr. Hansen, I heard the other day that California has even went more extreme than they were a few months ago. They're making it to where they can literally take
take your children away from you. Give them a sex change. What is going on here? Confusion in the land. Rise of the Sodomites. We're in some serious trouble in our land. And, you know, I have three children that one just started first grade, Jeremiah, and two behind him. Brother, I would shudder to think of having to subject them to the school system today. Very different when I grew up and you grew up. It was still sanity. But they were starting to move into some humanistic thinking. But nothing like we're seeing today. I never encountered the things that we're hearing that are in schools today. The confusion. These schools today in America, the public system that is, are literally communist and humanistic indoctrination training camps. I would tell people, if you can't find a Christian school to afford that, then pull them out of the system and put them into homeschool. I would tell you, it is really horrible to think what the kids are having to go through. They're literally being programmed. Why do we give the responsibility to train up our children to the state to begin with? I know there are some laws on the land that will force you to do that or homeschool. Children do need an education, need to learn how to read and write. But, you know, I look back at my own high school. Really, Dr. Hansen, when I left, I felt like, hey, I don't have what I need to enter into the real world. It's like I need some finishing training. I didn't learn much back then. And it's got to be a lot less today. And again, the school systems were relatively safe when I got out in the 80s. Not now, today. Your child will go through there and what is being put in their brains is horrific. You know, I think that the education should go back to the parents. What happened to the mother being at home? As the Bible said, running the household, training up the children the way they should go. She can be an entrepreneurial too. But look at what has happened. We got mom and dad both working just to try to stay alive. We're entrusting our children's education into the state who have went full-blown communist and homosexual. It's insanity. And what's going to be the end product? It's going to be a child that comes out confused. And not only on the 12th grades, you know, 1 through 12, but look at what is happening to people coming out of colleges. Even some Bible schools out there, they're being trained to hate the King James Bible. Questioning, does God even really exist? This is horrific. I don't think it can end well, Dr. Hanson. Back to you. Well, I totally agree, Shannon. I've talked and wrote and preached on many of these subjects. In fact, all of them that you've just mentioned. I wrote an article some years ago, public schools and universities, enemy number one. We have put the communist professors into the universities and those that are promoting the New World Order and the United Nations into our public schools and universities. They're teaching this. I'll tell you what, we have been programming and brainwashing our children, if you want to say, from elementary, public schools, universities, for a long, long time. Just the point of their trying to literally topple the republic and take over America. You're seeing pure communism. I just pray we have a free election in 2024, that somehow our rights will not have been already totally destroyed. We don't have an election. They put in martial law because they start a war with Russia or China. I'm telling you, I don't trust our government at all any longer. It's totally capitulated to the New World Order, and they're all puppets of the New World Order. So what they're doing in California, I mean, they're doing now in Washington State, and children are not safe. Children, again, are created by God. They're not safe. The family's not safe. The family is an enemy in the New World Order's eyes. They don't want a family. They are promoting all of this in the United Nations, and we're paying for it. The United States is behind it. And Donald Trump was so correct, saying we should pull out of the United Nations. They are an enemy, Shannon. I've got an article going out actually today 
Tattoos and the Pagan Nations. Seven-page article, Tattoos and the Pagan Nations. If a person doesn't get my emails, they're free. They go out every two weeks. You can telephone my office, 360-629-5248. 360-629-5248. Or my website, worldministries.org, worldministries.org. And I'll be glad to send you this article, Tattoos in the Pagan Nations. Shannon? Let me tack this on. I had to look it up because I forgot his name, but there was an author named G. Edward Griffin who wrote the book, The Creature from Jekyll Island, which talked about the formation of the Federal Reserve, which stole our financial system from us. You may know that name, but a lot of people may not know that in 1984, Dr. Hansen, G. Edward Griffin did an interview with an ex-KGB defector. His name was Yuri Bezmanov, and Yuri interviewed there on camera, laid out the plan how Russia had a long-term plan to defeat America through psychological warfare and, quote, demoralization, and he describes how they would infiltrate the American school systems. And literally everything he said has happened. Look at where we're at today. One more thing I want to mention, and I don't have all the facts on this, so correct me if I'm wrong. But sadly, I heard that in recent days, President Trump, who I voted for twice, by the way, is backpedaling on pro-life and is against those like the uh, governor of Florida who are trying to ban abortion in all 50 states. Have you heard anything on this? And if this is true, what is going on with Trump? Now, I haven't heard about that. My concern, he accepted homosexuality as far as in his cabinet the last time he was in. But I have not heard about that, and I will do some research on it. Well, he was given a warning, just as Obama was, by Jonathan Kahn from the Lord, and specifically to Trump, who is about to become president. It can end well or it can end badly. He can be used like Jehu that started off well, but in the end... It didn't turn out so well for him if he forgot God. I don't know, brother. I know that we need to pray and do all we can. But if something doesn't change quick, maybe Dimitri Dudeman's vision and what the Lord showed you about NBC attack on American invasion is coming. You probably heard that Biden wants to allow 500,000 Venezuelans to come into America and get temporary job permits and stay in the country. It would take me nine months to get my wife back in. So I'm thinking... Maybe the way I could get back to America is I'm going to camouflage myself as a Chinese man, and we're going to come to the southern border and, and declare that we're uh, seeking political <laughs> asylum. <laughs> there seemed to be a fast track if you want to break the rules and come to the border. What's going on? I mean, you know, these sodomocrats, demonocrats, whatever you want to call them, they're trying to destroy the country, and many Republicans are doing nothing to stop it. So literally, we may be in that stage where the judgments of God fall on our nation, and men rise up like caterpillars overrunning the land and lift up a shout against us. So we're in some serious trouble. Either the church stands up and repents and becomes light and salt again to the world, or there may not be much left of our country anymore. That's my micro-sermon. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Uh, I do believe millions are going to die before we have a national repentance, a great awakening. We're still doing everything we can. You are, I am, and others but I believe millions of people are going to die. Read my book, The Science of Judgment. You can see what God said also at 9-11, that 1,000 times more people are going to die in America before you see a national revival. Jekyll Island, he talked about that book. Well, I wrote about it all in my five-part series on Eagle Saving Nations. 
people should look at Eagle Saving Nations. They should join it. They should read those five parts, part one through five of Eagle Saving Nations. I wrote all about this, Shannon. Folks, support the ministry of World Ministries International. It is a solid ministry. They are a light in much darkness. Love and appreciate you, Dr. Hanson, all of you at World Ministries. Thank you for letting us be a part of this today. God bless you, Shannon. God bless you.